We got the mic to show it. Whoa, um, that was pretty good. Honestly, I feel like I probably made that joke in an episode already. Um, I should take off my blue light glasses. Yeah, but, but there's 22 episodes I'd have to re-listen to. and. I mean, you have a 12-hour car ride now. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. <laughs> so, but yes, hello, uh, loyal listeners. If you're listening to this, we love you, um, and we adore you, and you should give us money. And we'll give you money if you give us money. If but, you give us money, we'll put all the episodes back up on Spotify. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I couldn't keep paying for the account. Every tw- like every month, it took $12 out of my bank account. And I was like, is anyone still listening to this? <laughs> and then every once in a while, I'll see a tweet where it's like, listening to Van Talk for the memories. And I'm like... <laughs> yeah, shout out Emily Williams, who said, might just listen to every episode of Van Talk to feel something. I think about that tweet at least once a week. Me too. Yeah. I always think about, like, what it would be like to be, like, a musician um, who, like, literally your music, like, saves people from, like, depression and stuff. Imagine having that power. And maybe we have that power. I'd also like to posit, though, there's a lot of bands out there that make people feel more depressed. You're not wrong. And we could also be that podcast. Don't waste your time on me. Yeah, yeah. I'd be, I'd be out here formerly depressed at pop punk, but that's the old me. That's the old me. The old you is the same you, just a year older. Um, today's episode is brought to you by Trader Joe's Tofu Scramble. Fuck yeah. Um, and um, my superiority complex. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, today's episode is brought to you a day, a morning after um, a rager, a, a fully vaxxed rager, um, I might add, um, in which astrology-based teams of air, earth, fire, and water battled it out, so to speak, um, to see who could drink the most. Um, and let's just say air signs got some deep, deep stomachs. You know, when you said air, I was like going through the airbender elements and I was like, I was like wind. It's wind. But even on the show, they're not Windbender. Wind. Yeah. the wind nation. Yeah. Aang is a really good windbender. Um, speaking, Amazing. Speaking of bender, yeah. Yeah, it. so so Danny had a bender. I'm doing what I consider nature's bender, which is a really long car ride um, because I'm moving to Seattle. Hell. And I only mentioned that on the podcast because if there's someone in Seattle who listens to this and wants to make me famous, yeah, I'm there. Um, yeah, if you know the stand-up comedy scene in Seattle, mm-hmm. hit a girl up. Me, not Lauren. Don't, don't hit her up. Yeah, I'm a girl, but you're a girly, which is, like, a feeling. Like, yeah. Like, come on, girly. Yeah. I'm, like, girl presenting, you know, girly presenting. Feminine. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm Feminine. Wearing a, I'm wearing a pink shirt right now. I'm, I'm already gender. Yeah, you're, you're you know. breaking down the barriers. Um, shout out, dudes rock, you know. Um, 
But yeah, so I'm just a little bit hungover, just ever so slightly, but you know, took some kids ibuprofen, we're out here, mm-hmm. um, saved my life. These kids don't, they don't miss. Um, but yeah, this episode, um, we're just having a reunion. This, by the way, this is not virtual. Lauren is here. We are right next to each other. I can feel her shoulder. Yeah, and I can punch him in the face. Yeah, so I can't slip up. Um, we just had a reunion, you know, Lauren's moving to Seattle, and in between LA County and Seattle is Berkeley. Hello, me. And here we are. So we decided to have a reunion, and we have just general reflections on the pod. Right. On life. Right. And, on, a, and on a couple s- of ads we wrote. On, yes. Yeah. Co- yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's ads, all right. Um, Do we want to start with an ad? Do what we've been doing. We didn't write down an order. <laughs> I do <laughs> have like, an order. In, in natural fashion, this is completely unhinged. Uh, we could do one of the ads, what we've done for the past year, which is just talking about coaching high schoolers and middle right. schoolers, right. which is going to be brief. And then, I don't know, I guess a reflection on what's to come. And, yeah. And then the, another ad and close us out. Yeah. Cool. All right. Which, we'll do your ad first. All right. Um, I have it pulled up. I also have it pulled up. And you you start us off. Okay. Hey, loyal listeners of Van Talk. Do you put on suits to competitively write and speak? Do you generally do it using weird norms that don't sound like a normal person? Are you also a neurotic type A personality who whores yourself out for attention and prestige? OMG, yes. Yes and yes. I love questions that are just on the nose. Do your conversations sound like competitions over who has the worst mental health, sleep, and eating habits? Are you a part of a culture that historically sweeps things under the rug? Do you uncritically submit to authority? If you answered yes, boy, do we have the perfect endeavor for you. It's not forensics. It's It's law law school. school. Hell yeah. Man, law school admissions last year were a fucking blast. It was the single most competitive year in history. Between 250 hours of studying for a worthless test and then getting fucked over by the law school admissions council because they treated my fucking Pell Grants as income, I really can't recommend it enough. Also, fun fact, did you know 40% of law students develop depression before they graduate? I didn't. What the fuck? Yeah, 40% become depressed. And less than 10% of us start law school depressed. So you're saying law school quadruples the risk of depression? Pretty cringe if you ask me. But for the record... I would just like to say that depression has also quadrupled how funny I am. So really, it's all about risk and reward. You may risk hundreds of thousands of dollars to go to law school, but you get the reward of joining a morally bankrupt profession of sad people. It's not like our listeners would know anything about being surrounded by sad people in suits. (laughs) Not me, though. I'm built different. Wow. Isn't it great how this ad is talking about only law school and nothing else? It's so much better than the ad you wrote for me, profusely shitting from coffee. You didn't even let me read the script beforehand. So you made me things like, fluctuations in my poop directly match fluctuations with my mood, and my bowels tell me more about me than my horoscope ever will. It was very rude. But that was the old me. The new Danny would never write an ad that says that. Right. New Danny writes ads that secretly are just cries for help. You know... Hot girl shit. Well, not exactly. It's really just for the greater good, because I'm not depressed yet. Good point. And I know you're telling the truth because you're a sensitive guy who's in touch with his emotions. I've always respected that about you. But things change, so I'll be sure to check in on you a year or so, because good people check in on their friends in law school. 40%. 40%. 
That was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I like that. That was a good reading. We raw dogged that shit. Oh, no yeah. practice. Let's yeah. go. Uh, so we were both coaches for middle schoolers. And high, I did high school. Oh, I, and, did, I and, did middle school, high school, and elementary school. Jesus Christ. Which, I mean, I, I don't know if there could be, like, laws in speech, but fourth graders shouldn't do speech. Yeah, I mean, they're just gonna get sad immediately. Or, like, try to express their... What the fuck do they even talk about, dude? Like, I didn't even know what the Democrat meant until, like, freshman year. And that was because of debate. Like, I did not know really what that meant. Like, what the fuck? What do they... What What is a fourth grader debate? What do they write about? Or do you just write it? Oh, no. No joke. I literally wrote, like, over 30 scripts. Hell yeah. This this year. Which is why I'm... this. Well, so now I'm getting ahead of myself. Which is why I'm trying to do copywriting and stuff now. Because mm. literally all I've done for the past year and a half is write for other people. If I have to write one more, like, analogy that's, like, really a reach. That's, mm. like, you know... Now I can't even think of one on the top of my head. I mean, I could pull up one, but I don't really feel like it. Yeah, that's too much work. We we already pulled all the Google Doc of the, the ad, and that's all the prep you're going to get, listeners. Yeah. And that's what we expect, and that's what you expect. Do you have any interest? Do you have any funny stories? Honestly, like, nothing can really be done in, like, chronological order, but, yeah. like, dude, private schools are fucking wild. Just generally speaking, mm-hmm. they are never on time. They have 20-minute breaks in between classes. Like, what the fuck? Um, and then, like, you'll just casually be, like, talking with someone. And then they're like, oh, yeah, Dick Cheney came to my birthday party once. And I'm like, what? I'm Uncle, sorry? Uncle Cheney. Yeah. Like, just, they're, just, just fucking a next-door neighbor is Dick Cheney. Like, but I will say, in their defense, he showed up uninvited. And I don't know how that helps them, like, politically... But, like, in terms of, like, the whole rich people thing, that's even weirder that, like, Dick Cheney is close enough with you that he thinks he can just come to your lawn uninvited. Well, I do know people that have, like, block parties, but I don't picture Dick Cheney living in a neighborhood that has, like, block parties. Yeah. Where, like, the fire truck gets parked on the street and... Yeah, That's well, weird. maybe the Secret Service just kind of blocked it off. I don't know. I don't know how that shit works. It's, a, it's just a whole different world. And, like, these kids, like, like the kids I coached, that was one of the kids I coached. Another one, like, is, like, the son of, like, an investment banker that ran for Congress in, like, the 2000s. Mm-hmm. And, like, almost won or something. I don't fucking know. I just... Most of my stories are not even, like, debate-related. They're just, like, wealth-related. Well, I'll honestly say, going off of that, I just worked for someone who ran for mayor and almost got it. In L.A.? Um, no, in Santa Ana. Oh, Holy shit. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's like the same thing. Yeah. Hot girl shit. Yeah. I don't even know how, I don't know California enough yet. Like, is Santa Ana big? Santa Ana is really big in Orange County. It's like, I I think it's like the biggest city in Orange County. Okay. That's where the courthouse is. Okay, so when I had jury du- when I had sh- jury duty that one time, I had to go to Santa Ana for it. Okay. So you worked, you were like a mayor's aide pretty much. I'm the mayor's aide. Well, he wasn't the mayor and I didn't like working for him. Hmm. So, so I quit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, generally like that, the job I had, that was, I'm glad it was like time limited. Like everybody's asking like, oh, are you going to come back next year? And I'm like, no, as much as I would love to, Mm -hmm. ha ha, I have school. Um, Oh yeah. It was, it was, it was pretty cringe. I quit and I left them in the lurch. Hell yeah. You should have quit like 
during like the prime time, like put in your two week, don't even put a two week notice in. Why the fuck do people do that? Um, like quit in like the, like during nationals. I just wanted to stick around for the summer camps though. Cause they pay so much money. That's true. That's true. So I stuck it out. It's like working Oktoberfest. If you, you know, if you're, if you work at a German bar. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. Like speech camps are just fucking get rich quick schemes. And I'm not gonna lie, one of them was a garage quick scheme, you know, embezzlement. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but you were in person. Yeah, that's true. That's true. What's a virtual camp like? like oh, the whole year was virtual. Right. So I did like ooh, eight hours of just pure coaching a day on Zoom. And were you actually like coaching, coaching the whole time? Or I like... mean, like my paycheck says I was. That's true. That's I definitely true. That's had Reddit pulled up on the side of my oh, computer yeah. screen. It's just like, well, then they keep scheduling me with the same like eight kids, but we have like a thousand kids across all the districts, and they're literally just like, you can only coach storytelling in HI because you're funny. But my sense of humor doesn't translate to elementary school kids. So, like, this little elementary school kid is, like, doing this thing. And I was like, it'd be really funny if you just stood there and stared for a minute. Like, and let the awkward silence go. And, no. Like, they, they, they can't understand that. So, everything was on Zoom. Um, work meetings. Uh, every camp. Every class. I, like, was suddenly put in charge of, like, a school district. But I didn't have any of the contact of anyone that, like, worked in the school district. Oh, no. And I didn't know anyone. And then I didn't know that the kids, like, didn't have scripts and, like, hadn't auditioned. And so I was literally just like, I don't know what I'm doing. I literally spent most of the year telling my, like, superiors, like, I don't know what I'm doing. And they were like, and that's what we want. Mm. We want you to swim. Mm. And I was like, okay, I didn't even know there was a pool. Uh, <laughs> and the pool is Zoom. Mm. I you came up with your metaphor. You were looking yes. for an analogy earlier, and you got a metaphor. That I knew it would come out of me. It has yeah. to. It has to be natural. It has to be natural. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so my like, oh, and then I would work virtual tournaments online. So I don't Dude. know. If, I don't know if you've ever been in a Zoom with a mm -hmm. hundred people. Okay. Well, now it's four hundred people, and it's students, judges. People are still allowed to be double or triple entered, and then like all my coworkers and all of us are also in a Google Hangout communicating about the Zoom. <laughs> And so I literally said, like, I don't know how I ended up with this job, but I became, like, the host. And it was just because the host is the only person that has, like, moving people into breakout rooms mm -hmm. capability. Which means they would be like, yeah, you're solely responsible for moving every single person to the correct breakout room out of 100 breakout rooms. Dude, how many boomers did you have to deal with on, like, a daily basis? Honestly, not that many. Because all the judges are basically just our coaches. However, there's, like, a weird divide between the people that do like tournaments and things like that and then people who are just kind of like i'm here to judge and i don't really know what i'm doing and so it's like there's not people that oh crap we need another person mm -hmm. we can't just like call on you to like come help us no it's like it's like a group of six of us and we did it every like i want to say almost every weekend I, there were multiple weekends where my very sweet boyfriend i would sleep over at his house and then at 6 a.m i'm sitting next to him in bed like in the pod yeah, boyfriend of the pod. I where I'm like, hey guys, like um, I really gotta, I gonna need to move you over, and he's you know he's asleep. He's you were very sweet about it. He's here but right now. I know, yeah, I know. <laughs> he is part of the move. Yeah. So yeah, he's uh he will be driving today. <clears throat> heads up. Yeah, heads up. Uh. Shout out. Uh. So anyway, yeah. 
It was just weird. It was weird doing virtual tournaments. I think his his favorite thing, he does have a video of this, is me in his room. They made me, like, lead warm-ups at a tournament once. <laughs> and I was doing penguin dancing. And I don't know if we ever did that one at GMU. Oh. But it's pretty much just straight jumping for, like, five minutes. And I went hard. Was it the, did you ever see a penguin at... Dude, that's my favorite fucking warm-up. Straight uh, up. Similar, different. As long as you're, like, jumping and slapping your arms against yeah. you. Yeah. It's it's the same thing. Dude, I fucking... I killed that warm-up. There was one specific time, that freshman a year... That's a warm-up for it's, you. Yeah, I, like, led that shit at GMIF all the time. I got so fucking sweaty... And I had the channel, the guy that did it at GMIF when I was a camper, Liam, his energy, he's, like, just built to be a penguin. But I did it one time at a tournament. <laughs> that sounds offensive, maybe. I don't know what I meant by that, to be honest. But he just we really picked. just love the DC comics and the, peng the penguin. Oh, yeah, that's totally what I meant. Yeah, he's got a suit on, you know, he's a, he's a villain, he kills people. He's purple. Yeah, yeah, that's totally what I was saying. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I fucking did, I tried to do this warm up, like lead it as a freshman at a tournament, mm -hmm. like second semester. And then one of the fucking captains said, no, no, we are not doing that. Fuck you. And then just switched to warm ups. And I was, that was like the most hurt I've like ever been. It was like, I just, mm, I'm still like traumatized by it. <laughs> <laughs> he has the video pulled up. We still have the Instagram. I obviously could post it on the Instagram. Hell like Yeah. A, as I mentioned for this. Uh, yeah, so we both coached. Now that I don't do it anymore, I feel more neutral about it. Like, I really loved working with kids. And mm -hmm. I, ga I gave some amazing scripts out. Mm -hmm. And I wrote some quality OOs and infos. I mean, they could, they could rival some college scripts. You're goddamn right. Yeah, well, they're definitely better than any of the college scripts I wrote because there was no pressure on me to, like, have <laughs> to compete with them. There was a looseness. There was a freeness yeah. to them. Yeah, you're not, like, respond. Like, if your kid sucks, you don't feel responsible for it. But if your kid wins, you're responsible for that. Yeah, That's but it was it difficult because I would be in these camps and my, I was supposed to, like, they were in the writer's workshop, so I was literally trying to teach them how to write. Mm -hmm. But then, behind the scenes, they literally were like, the kids aren't going to do it right, so you're just going to have to write it for them. And so then I had to, and then I had to write like seven in a week and a half. I did it though. Yeah, that's relatable. Like the the culture at my school, like I think so many coaches have just written things for them in the past that I would literally get asked like, "Can you just write it for me?" And I'm like, "No." No. It is yeah. a three minute speech. Well, they're high schoolers, you know, so it's like I expect more. Yeah, that's so true. They're private school. High schoolers. Yeah, How like they they like, should know how know, to write. Pay your tutor to write it if you really don't want but to. But not me. Apparently, like the so it's like it's like a K through twelve private school. So mm -hmm. like you can start there as a kindergartner. But like, why the fuck are you paying thirty thousand dollars to go to kindergarten? Like, what are you doing? Um, Status. And so apparently, like the way they're taught is to write like scripts, like fucking Shakespeare. That's how they're taught how to write is like monologues oh. up until like ninth or tenth grade, and then they're like. Yeah, everything you've ever been taught about writing is wrong. Do this new thing. And so they're all... And they're already fucking stressed. So when you tell them they're wrong, they're like... <laughs> like shitting their pants and like just profusely sweating. And like... They're like, but you told me I was a poet. I and I had a natural knack for it. I hate that game. Um, they're just like ready to go. And like, so in fucking... In the, in the debate context, like at least they like have some experience with like learning how to make arguments. But like, yeah. they're just like so strung out and like oh my god i'm doing this wrong fuck it's it's just a wild time I, i'd rather have kids that like i don't know if i'd rather have kids that don't give a shit but 
It's just no, you can't no. Win. That's hard because then I worked at a school where the all twenty students were like, "I don't want to be here. Cameras off, mics off." Mm. It's an hour and a half of me being like, "Anybody? Anybody? I'll kill myself on live TV." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "Do you want that on your conscience?" Um, and then and then they just don't know because their camera's off. Yeah, they don't know. And like, wh- like, where did Mrs. Cocroft go? <laughs> Oh, and then, yeah, and then, well, I was introduced to all the kids as Loco, too. Nice. Which is fun, but it's especially funny because, I mean, the majority of the students I worked with are Spanish speakers, or, like, know what Loco (laughs) means. So there's, like, you know, now there's, like, a hundred-something kids that are, like, all right, crazy. That's so fucking funny. Um, But did they ever call you Low Coach? No. Oh, wow. Well, it's too late. The moment's passed. Yeah, (laughs) That was pretty good. I wish I, I, a year ago, that would have been gold. Yeah, you had a year to come up with it. I got it in five seconds. I'm just saying. Just saying. That's that Berkeley brain. That's that, but yeah. Yeah. Law school. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess. So so what are you doing now? I guess what's what's the plan? Oh, yeah. Um, as the ad suggested, I'm now in law school. Um, Berkeley. Uh, let's go. California is just fucking nutty. Like, this is, this is a great place. I don't know why you left. Well, I was in Orange County, and oh. also was going to live with my parents, and I also really like Seattle more. Interesting. And also, I love my boyfriend, and I want to live with him cringe. in our studio apartment having that has a, a really good view. Having a partner is cringe, bro. All right, well. It's cancelable. Yeah, yeah, you're not it is cancelable. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I moved here um, July thirty first. Also, NorCal is way different. Yeah, than that's like true. Orange County, San Diego. Yeah, there's wildfires. <laughs> we have those too. Hell yeah, they're everywhere, dude. Yeah, Cali is just built different. Oh wait, okay, wait. I've heard that saying Cali is cringe. Yeah, it is cringe. Yeah, it's cringe. Yeah. I mean, but you can still say it, but don't say it. Um, yeah, because like every everybody else not from California would be like, "You're in Cali, dude," and I'm like. We I don't, don't think say I've that. Ever, I don't think I've said the word Cali in over like in over five years. Well, I guess I just said it now. Yeah. Okay. Well, I definitely have said it before. I'm I think just, I'm trying to put up a front of being cool on the. <laughs> the only time you can say Cali is I think if you're specifically saying Cali Kush, like oh. that's it. That's <laughs> the only time. Um, and then I also I keep saying San Fran, which is also cringe. Like people are like, don't fucking say that. It's SF or the city. Nothing else. Um. Yeah, that's right true. Or I'll honestly, Frisco. <laughs> Frisco? <laughs> they get Wait, Frisco. I'm gonna start saying Frisco. That's so fucking funny. Wow. Um, but yeah, dude. <laughs> that is funny. I started off here like on a week long bender and had to keep it going for the culture. I'm honestly like, I don't know, is drinking once a week and being hungover every Sunday a bender, or is that just law school? Mm, that's law school. Okay, yeah. That's yeah, law the ju- the jury has decided it's law school. It is decided. Now, if it if it continues out of law school for the rest of your life. Yeah, there is a vibe. That, yeah. That's a vibe. Yeah. There there is that saying you're not an alcoholic till you graduate. So if you just keep doing school, you can't be diagnosed. And then you have a shit ton of debt and undiagnosed alcoholism. That's that stonks. That stonks for you. Big brain. Big brain. Um but yeah, what are you going to do in Seattle? Well, uh, I'm not working at speech anymore. I did just have an interview to work at a hair clip company. And, okay. Uh, hopefully that pans out. Yeah, this is going to make me sound like I'm like such a loser. Hair clips? Uh, 
they're like cool they're cool hair clips and i'm <laughs> living with my boyfriend my i'm a i'm not a trophy wife but I am a like participation plaque girlfriend. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, and yeah. I'm. Paying the rent. Yeah, he, I mean, <laughs> I mean, like he's paying the rent, but like I'll cook the groceries he also paid for. <laughs> I like the phrase "cook the groceries." I just imagine putting like a whole grocery bag from Trader Joe's like on in this. the oven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's all our food for the week, babe. I'm meal prepped. <laughs> Just a whole carton of eggs in the carton on the stove. Anyway, yeah, I'm I'm gonna do I'm doing stand up. I'm just moving. I'm shaking things up. Um, I don't know. I'm figuring it out. This, so I'm not I'm not gonna lie. When I when I <laughs> <laughs> hey babe, here's the groceries for the week. Just a whole bag of hair clips. Dump it on the stove. They're expensive hair clips. And your hair's pretty long. We could put some clips in it. That guy at the store yesterday with the hair clips, he looked great. I love those. That's true. That could be you, babe. He hurt. Yeah, he did. I noticed things like that. Yeah, they were like a $1,000 silver <laughs> bangle that like wrapped his hair into like a, a sexy braid. They're not alligators with googly eyes. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> that is the actual hair clip brand I'm working for. Um, alligators with googly eyes. Yeah, and it's, it's cute. It's so cute. It's loco. It is loco. Yes, callbacks. It's crazy. It's so it's so Cali. <laughs> Even though it's in Seattle. Uh, yeah. So that's what I'm doing. Well, because when I originally, this was in on <laughs> on the Fourth of July, I announced to my parents, uh, I'm gonna quit my job and I'm gonna move back in with you. And I called that Dependence Day. (laughs) (laughs) And my parents were like, that's fine. We support you. We support you. And then like two days later, Tyler was like, don't do that. Just move in with me. Um, Because he was moving out with his roommates. And it just felt like the right decision. We were doing long Mm. distance. And I just, I missed you way too much. I'm looking at him. So it's like really romantic that I'm saying this. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I just really missed him. And it felt like the right move. And literally having lived in my parents' house for the past two weeks before this drive... Yeah, I don't think I could have done it. Yeah, I could not have done it. It was just like, oh, God. It was just, like, constant. Like, I had to go... (laughs) I had to go get antibiotics for my infected belly button piercing. (laughs) (laughs) The lore of belly button piercing just gets deep. Yeah, like, four months ago, I got my belly button pierced because I was like, ooh, I either do that or I'll kill myself. (laughs) Um, But now it's, you know, four months later and I'm still suicidal, but my belly button's infected. I was going to pick up my antibiotics, and then my parents were like, where are you going? What are you doing? What do you have to do? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, I just have to go run an errand. Well, what errand are you running? And I know they're just curious. Dude. But I'm literally just like, I'm literally just like, I don't want to have to, like, tell my parents that this decision they openly hate that I've made on my body is infected. <laughs> also, <laughs> also, I don't want to, I don't want the, like, I don't want the face. Dude, parent questions are the fucking worst. There's, like, a, a whole string, like... I was, like, on my way home from a bar. Not even a bar, my friend's house. And my mom was like, when are you going to be here? I'm like, in two minutes. She's like, how are you getting here? I'm like, William. She's like, when did you leave? And I'm like, dude, I'm going to see you in two minutes. So at some point, I just fucking stopped responding. I'm like, if you have a question, just ask me in 120 seconds. I can count them on my fucking fingers yeah. if you want. It's so garbage. Um, living with your parents, cringe. I had to do it for, the, for like, a month. Yeah. And I love my parents. I love being around them. But... I lived mm, 25, 
30 minutes away when I was in Long Beach. Mm -hmm. And that was like the perfect distance to be like, I'm going to my parents' house mm. and I'm like going to be with them for like a day or two. And it's going to be like fun to hang out and stuff. But then I had enough distance away from them mm. to where I did not feel like they were breathing down my neck. Imagine. Yeah. And that's pretty much all that's going on with me. Yeah. It's a big, it's a journey. And I'm on, it's, I'm, it's the hero's journey and I'm the hero. Right. And this is um, a freshman English course at my high school. Yeah. And, okay, so wait, the hero's journey, where, where's, where's rock bottom? What is rock bottom so far? Or have you not hit it yet? I think rock bottom is not having a job. True. True. <laughs> and also you're gonna, an infected belly You're going to get rejected from this hair clip company and like, fuck! You'll be the first one I call. <laughs> <laughs> you did this to me. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it, though. Yeah. All right. You want, to, you want to close out with the last ad? It, cut, it does kind of talk about this. Like, it is kind of related. Yeah. Well, we do also need highlights, reflections. Like, what are our favorite parts of the pod? And also, reflections on the fact that we're done with speech. Uncensored. What What do we have? Oh. Let's do an ad, then that. Uh. Okay, yeah. We'll do the ad. I got it. I got it. Pull it up. Pull it up. Oh, yeah. Fuck! Why is my laptop doing this? All right, we're good. We're good. I'm ready. So ready. I'm ready. Hey, Danny. Yes, Lauren? Do you feel flighty? Unsure of what you're doing? Did you recently quit your job? Or dating someone serious? Maybe recently broken up, Danny? Uh... May I suggest moving across the country for your future? Take that feeling of, I don't know what I'm doing next, and just move out of state again. With the option to go anywhere, except where you're from or where you were, there's like four good states out there. Correct. Tell everyone you're moving in together or starting law school, when in reality, the real change is starting over again from scratch and ignoring what you're running. I mean, moving away from. With moving across the country for your future, you can impress everyone with general vagueness and intrigue. When in reality, you're moving to a new place to binge watch the same show you've seen eight times already. And if I know you, Danny, it's if I think you should leave. Please get it right, Lauren. I've watched that nine times. Apologies. And when you use our code VAN10, you're guaranteed 10 months of feeling pretty confident you made the right call. That's right. Use VAN10 for 10 months of calling your mom and half convincingly saying, yeah, things are going really great. Moving across the country for your future. Keep it vague and never stay in one place. And when it doesn't work out, just move back home. Yeah. <laughs> I'm totally gonna fucking move back to my mom's house. Literally, it's so it's so bad because like I don't have a fucking bedroom and so I don't have a sense of privacy. I just fucking full send no shirt, no pants on my couch and I'm just like a gorilla in a zoo. I'm ready to be watched. <laughs> Not ready. I have to be mentally prepared to be watched. Well, the nanny cam camera that I set up in the corner certainly doesn't help with that feeling. Yeah, it's like... I thought that was going to sound funnier than <laughs> It's like the panopticon or whatever the fucking... Oh, the, that, the jail. Yeah. Where you can like yeah. constantly be seen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, Van Talk. Um, I have to... I, gotta, I guess I gotta say, like, favorite episodes, hands down. First one. Started it all. Oh, yeah. And I, also, just, like, poop is funny. Yeah, I was so fucking nervous, and then I had to, like, come out of the closet as, like, a pants pisser. Um, so, it is what it is. 
Yeah, well, and I don't think I've ever told Tyler this story, but we can always we can always play the podcast episode for you. Um, but uh, my uh, at a tournament, I like shit, and then the toilet overflowed, and there was like a bunch of girls in the bathroom, and I literally was like standing there, like, oh my god, all these girls are gonna see my poop, <laughs> and they're gonna know it came out of me. Yeah. Um, and then my story was, you know, I just got, I was sick at a tournament and I was told you got to drink a lot of water. And so I had like nine bottles of water before like <laughs> noon and I had to piss and I couldn't piss and I pissed while cross-examining someone with questions and nobody noticed except there he was pissed a, while performing. Yeah. There was a puddle on the ground <laughs> and nobody saw it. Like I, it was, it was a carpet though. Like there's so many things working in my favor, like dark suit, dark, funny, cut. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't the main performer. There was someone else up there, so they didn't see my leg shaking. It was a time. It was a time. And then, I liked the one we did in Maryland when we found out AFA was canceled and we were all drunk. I cannot go back and listen to it. I don't want to do that. Because I'm drunk. <laughs> right. But it's there and it warms my heart. I remember having, like, a, at one point I had, like, a drunk monologue of, like, just, like, what it meant. I don't even remember if it was, like, hopeful or sad. It was probably sad. Um, it's also funny because it was, like, literally the start of COVID, and we, like, thought uh, emergency would <laughs> stop oh my us from God. getting COVID. Yeah, we were, like, doing emergency <laughs> shots. That was so fucking funny. It's also just fitting that, like, the last episode, quote-unquote, was drunk, and I started this slightly hung. Actually, there's an episode in between. There was? Yeah. I think we did one more. I think we called each other. Oh, we did. We did do that. And then we talked about Marvel. That was Oh, a right. Yeah, we did do that. We did do that. But that that's canceled. That wasn't the in-person van talk. Yeah, we're back, baby. Yeah. Um, the, whatever the episode... I think it was like episode four where, we, where I wrote that commercial. I played it like on the way to Norton. And I couldn't stop laughing at myself. Um... Like, I'm funny. Well, this, I, was, this was always just for us. Right. It was really... The listeners, you guys are loyal, but this is not for you. Um, we make content. Yeah. Just for ourselves. Even though we don't listen to it. I should... I'm going to listen to it today. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to listen back to these now. And then be like, oh my god, your voice is so shrill. <laughs> <laughs> but we've always known that. Uh, yeah, so I think being... I think now, we've done everything you can do in speech. Yeah. Compete. Have trauma. Piss. Poop. Piss, poop, and coach. Yeah. And that's the five um, categories of speech. Yeah. Uh, and I will have, I will say, I liked being a competitor more. Mm-hmm. And I wish that when I was a competitor, I realized what I had. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's not as fun coaching. Not. And it's not as fun doing it virtually. Yeah. I wish there was like a period where like I competed and then judged and then competed so that I could see like I I, I judged high school while I was competing yeah, but it's it wasn't not the, the same. same it's not the same cuz you're like actually still invested in it you actually care about what you're writing and like I did care about what I was writing when I'm a judge now but I care way less about like my rankings I'm, I don't put that much thought into it it's really just like yeah this person stood up straight I was able to pay attention to them for at least 30% of it one that's how it works. Yeah. And I wish I knew that. Like, why are we getting mad at judges when, like, they don't use their brains? Oh, no. Because, like, I'll, I'll like, want to, like, you know, I'll be in the intro still giving you a comment about, like, oh, you should talk about this, you should do that. 
two points have gone by. Yeah. I literally don't know if you actually talked about it or not. You probably did. Mm-hmm. And now you're like, you just didn't listen to me. Yeah, it's like fucking six minutes in the speech and I'm like, is this cause effect? Is this problem cause? What the fuck? Uh! And then I, I feel bad. And then I feel bad about myself. And as a result, I don't judge as well. It's just a mess. Um, take note, listeners and competitors. I will say, though, yeah, I think I miss speech more in the sense of, like, I don't think I really miss doing speech. And I also have no hard feelings about it. I think a lot of people leave speech and they're like, fuck speech, I mm-hmm. hate speech. But no, like, I I really, I think I really understand, like, the good it does, especially doing it with, like, kids, not college. Yeah. People just, because, like, when you're in college, you're so critical of stuff and, like, you're trying to be, like, woke and... Well, I don't know, <laughs> but, but you know, it was like, I, I don't know. I felt like I was helping kids who were like, truly, this is the first time they're doing speech. They're 12 years old and they're figuring out who they are. Yeah. And like, I was really glad speech is the activity they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's, there's a lot of growth that can happen. Like their prefrontal cortex is like, you know, not, not it yet. And it's, it's nice to see them like learn themselves, learn how to speak generally Yeah. and just write. It's, it's nice. But in college, it's like, I don't know. It you're not. It, there's like way diminishing returns. Like you're not really getting that much out of it besides just like people. Like or you have, money. like yeah, you have you have, you you know, college can be really isolating, and so it gives you like a group of people. Yeah. To work with, I think, I think where we can be critical of it is then it's the only people you know. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's like. Yeah. You live with them. They're your roommates. You know, they're on the team together, and then you also spend the weekends with them and stuff like that. And so I guess my only, I guess advice would be have friends. Yeah. Outside of speech, or maybe like another activity. Yeah. Like people. Masturbating like, doesn't count. Yeah, that does not. I mean, it counts. Like, do it. Hundred percent recommend. Um, but like, you know, yourself and your dingling cannot be your outlet. Or your um, non-dingling cannot be your inlet. Right. Because it's in. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We can, <laughs> we can cut that. No. We, yeah, we, we've, never said, we've never censored. In your, we've in never censored life. and we've never edited because I actually don't know how to do that. Yeah. Without I, ruining the entire audio track. I definitely put like podcast co-host on my resume but have none of the technical skills that are associated with it um we're just the talent baby yeah we're just we're just the vibes and the personality and and the big boobs i got the big boobs oh we've always said that yeah and you can see it in the podcast like the way i talk you just know they're bouncing around yeah i don't have anything else to add i think i just miss doing this like you know i just miss i don't know yeah there there's definitely benefits of having like an insular group of people that know how everybody communicates and like but also, at the same time, if that's your only group, you're just kind of shitting your pants and you're going to die. Um, yeah. I say that in law school, too. Like, if all my friends are going to be lawyers, that's kind of cringe. It's like, there's like a certain class that I'm, like, that I would only have friends in. And I'm like, mm, yeah. I need, I need non-lawyer friends. Well, just go stand on the corner of the street. You'll meet someone. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I lost my ID and debit card, probably. Oh, yeah. And I hope you get those back. It, it'll come. It'll come. Um, I need to get a California ID, but apparently, dude, I don't think I can use my fucking bank statement to get a California ID. It said like something, something, it has to be a federal or state bank that issues a credit card. I don't have a credit card. And I'm like, they probably would on a government website be a bit more specific than that. 
But I don't know what the deal is. I'm fucked. You'll figure it out. Yeah. I'm not worried about that. Yeah. I have a passport. We're good. Yeah. And that's all you need to drive. Yeah. A plane. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, in in true uh, natural speech team fashion, uh, I need to go get in the car for like the next 10 hours. Facts. Um, I need to drink water, shower, yeah. and yeah. then do some citation blue booking exercises and read. Wow. Uh, not jobs. But yeah, not to, not to flex. Yeah. I'm so glad I came here. Yeah. And I got to hang out with you and see you. I yeah. missed you so much. So this this has just been Shucks. really great. Um, I'm trying not to cry because I'm sentimental about things. This uh, is a campfire now. Cry. We're crying in a van. As we do. As we do. Okay, how do we end this again? Um, normally we just say, thank you for judging. No, that's not it. I say that. How do, do we, we do, end Do we do this? the GMU chant? We do. No, okay, so I say GMU, and then no. you said 